0: Welcome to the Become New Podcast with John Ortberg, where you'll find 10-minute teachings, Monday through Friday, to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. For more resources, check out our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the emails that go along with each video, as well as access our entire library of over 400 videos covering a variety of topics about spiritual life and growth. If you need prayer, please let us know by texting your request to 855 888 0444. We'd love to pray for you. Now, here's John. We talked last time about second thoughts about God and opening our minds, giving serious attention to what a magnificent and mysterious and good and competent being God must be. Just imagine what it would be like to create and then supervise this world. Now, what difference does it make if we think about God in that way? Oh, it makes all the difference in the world. This is from Dallas Willard, The Divine Conspiracy, page 66. With this magnificent God positioned among us. Now, do you and I see, believe in this magnificent God? Jesus did. And this is what he taught. With this magnificent God positioned among us, Jesus brings the assurance that our universe is a perfectly safe place to be. And I know, I know how jarring and um, strange that sounds to us, but let's listen for a while to our friend Jesus and our friend Dallas. The very heart of Jesus's message, as well as his personality and actions is found in such well-known words as in Matthew, the sixth chapter that's in the Sermon on the Mount, my advice would be not to worry about what's going to happen to you, about what you will have to eat or drink or what clothes you will wear. Your life doesn't consist of eating. There's much more to your body than clothing. Take a lesson from the birds of heaven. They don't sow or reap or hoard away in granaries. And your father, the one in the heavens around you, sees to it that they have food. Aren't you more important than birds? And who can change their physical features by worrying about them? As for worrying about clothes, well, look at the little flowers out in the fields. They just pop right up. They don't slave away getting or making clothes. Part of the reason I'm standing here right now, the sun is starting to emerge. Hopefully that won't mess up the video. There is a tree behind me with pink blossoms on it that is indescribably beautiful. And God is in that tree. God is pleased with it. God is in every molecule, in every atom, bursting with life and goodness. That is the magnificent Father around us. King Solomon in his best outfit was not as glorious as one of these. Now, if God so adorns the wild grasses, which are here for a day and the next day are burned for fuel, won't he do even better by you, you many faiths? So, don't worry about things saying, what are we going to eat, or will we have anything to drink, or what do we wear? People who don't know God do that. For your Heavenly Father, the one in the heavens all around you, knows what you need. Instead, make it your top priority to be part of what God is doing, and to have the goodness He has. Everything else will be provided. Tomorrow, don't worry about it. You can do your worrying about tomorrow, tomorrow. And anyway, enough will happen today to keep you in things to worry over until bedtime. Now, I wanted to give us all a picture today of a posture that is deeply trustful of and at the same time not passive, very actively engaged in provision and life from someone who watches over us. So, for the next few seconds, if you're watching this, I want you to watch... A friend of mine, our dog Baxter. And in particular, in these moments, take a look at uh, his head and his tail. Take a look. What do you think it might be, Baxter? Oh, ho, 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 ho. What do you think? One, two, sit, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're such a good Eat it up. That's not going to work. That's it. Put it down. Get your paw in there. Oh, it's the best ever. I love this. I'm so glad I'm alive. If you're watching, you notice his head was perfectly still. It did not move. And his tail did not stop moving. His eyes, his focus was on the one who was caring for and providing for him. And he had uh, deep attention around that. And at the same time, there was an emotional exuberance. Hope is the anticipation of the good. And he was deeply anticipating the good. And that's the orientation that I want to invite you and me to go through with today. There is this magnificent God positioned among us. And that means that this universe, even though we may suffer enormously, is a perfectly safe place for us to be because he is with us. And nothing can get in the way of that. This is what Dallas writes on the next page, 67. This bold and slaty humorous assurance about all the basic elements of our existence, food and drink and clothing and other needs of life, can only be supported on a clear-eyed vision that a totally good and competent God is right here with us to look after us. And His presence is precisely what the word heaven, or more, accurate, more accurately, heavens in the new testament that the kingdom of the heavens is in the plural and the idea is uh, the bible will sometimes talk about the air that's immediately around us and then there's the sky and the stars and then there is that spiritual reality so it'll talk about multiple layers but god is in all of them god is ruling over them and what that means is he is right here the old testament experience of god is one of the direct presence of god's person knowledge and power To those who trust and serve him, no thing, no human being, no institution, no time, no space, no spiritual being, no event stands between God and those who trust him. Now that is the gospel, the good news that Jesus brings that is unparalleled as an invitation to human living. And we can live in that today. And if we struggle to believe it, and I expect most of us do to one extent or another, we just come back to our friend Jesus, who knew it to be so. When Paul on Mars Hill told his Greek inquisitors that in God we live and move and have our being, he was expressing in the most literal way possible the fact learned from the experience of God's covenant people, the Jews, Paul was not speaking metaphorically or abstractly. What's particularly interesting in that quote is it doesn't come from the Old Testament. It comes from one of the Greek poets, one of the secular pagan philosophers. Something inside of us knows that we are living and moving and having our being in something deeper and more sacred than just ourselves and then just particles in progress. The same is true when Jesus tried to Nicodemus, who took himself to be a teacher in Israel for not understanding the birth from above. You might have uh, heard the expression to be born again. You must be born again. It's used only a few times in Scripture. And it's a little bit tricky because the word onathan, which can be translated again, also means from above. And the idea now is not just that you're to have a particular kind of spiritual experience, but that there is a realm... Uh, where God is present, and it's possible to be living with God, to come alive to that the way that Baxter is alive to a jar of peanut butter. Uh, that, that bush with pink blossoms is not alive to peanut butter. Baxter is. You can be, I can be alive to the presence and care and the leading of God. To be born from above, Dallas writes, here it is, in New Testament language, think again means to be interactively joined with a dynamic, unseen system of divine reality in the midst of which all of humanity moves about, whether it knows it or not. And that, of course, is the kingdom among us. One more time, to be born from above, in New Testament language, means to be interactively joined with a dynamic, unseen system of divine reality in the midst of which all humanity moves about, whether it knows it or not. Perhaps we are all far too much like old Nicodemus. We sing other words and they can be helpful to us. Dallas quotes from an old hymn I remember growing up with O worship the King, O glorious above. And part of the words run like this Thy bountiful care, what tongue can recite. It breathes in the air. It shines in the light. It streams from the hills. It descends to the plain and gently distills in the dew and the rain." Air and light, rain and dew, are the distillation of the goodness and the presence of God. But do we actually believe this? I mean, are we ready to live as though it is true and we stand in the midst of that one in whom we live and move and have our being. I wanna try. I wanna try. I want it to pervade my eyes and my mind, my hands, the way that I handle my money, my wallet, my relationships with other people. I wanna live in the world that Jesus knew. On second thought on Second Thought. Hi, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us here at Become New. We hope that these videos help you to grow spiritually one day at a time. If you'd like to find more resources, you can go to our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the daily emails that go along with each video. You can access our full library of videos there. And you can let us know if you're interested in some of the upcoming leadership resources that we're working on right now. If you've got a prayer request, we would love to pray for you. You can text us that request at 888-0444. Our team meets daily Monday through Friday to pray for those requests. And so thanks for letting us come alongside you in your spiritual growth journey. We'll see you next time.